Welcome to Silently Bleeding, Hope for the Pastor's Wife. I'm your host, Jan McIntyre. Today, I am in Sweet Home, Alabama with my friend, Cheryl Stevens. Welcome, Cheryl. Thank you. Cheryl, what part of your story are you going to share with us today? Well, I'd like to share with you events that happened in my family's life in June of 2019. Uh, my husband and I received a phone call that no parent really wants to hear, but that our son had been run over by a car and wasn't expected to live. Hmm. Uh, so we uh, got the, the soonest flight that we could get to West Texas. Uh, but the Lord gave me a verse immediately after receiving that news from Genesis, where Joseph is confronting his brothers and he said, what you intended for evil, God intended for good, for the saving of many lives. And on the flight to uh, West Texas, a dear friend texted me with that very same verse. And I knew that that was, uh, I was standing on that, that uh, God was gonna use this somehow for his glory. And uh, for the next two months, I remained in, in Texas with our son as he had eight surgeries, eight major surgeries. And uh, there were ups and downs. Uh, he celebrated his 30th birthday. On that day, he almost died three times. Wow. And so it was definitely roller coaster emotionally. But throughout that time, the Lord just made himself so real. Um, the God I loved, wasn't going to let me down. And that didn't mean that he, that we weren't going to go through some things, Yeah, yeah. Um, but that he was going to carry us through. And so um, the body of Christ was so beautiful during that time and just ministered to uh, my family, literally the body all over the world. And wasn't uh, there a church even in Africa that was praying for your son? Yes. And they, they were so precious. They videotaped the prayer service. And it was powerful. And I just sat there and wept. And I thought, Lord, you've laid it on the hearts of the body of Christ to intercede. And I'm used to kind of being on the other end of things and not the recipient. But I'm telling you, it ministered to me in a way that nothing else could have. And the role of the body um, in our time of need. And then in the time of need for someone else to reach out to them and and to, to text them maybe a, a song of encouragement or a, the power of the word of God. Um, you have to stand on it in times like that. So uh, fast forward to when I, uh, two weeks after I returned to Alabama, mm -hmm. uh, I had been in, in Texas for over two months. I arrived and we found out uh, in the next few months that my husband had stage four cancer. Mm -hmm. And I, I often say, um, David knew that he could take on Goliath because God had already given him the lion and the bear. And uh, something happened in me and in my husband's heart during that trial with our son. It, it, it just solidified who God is and what God can do. And we didn't know the outcome. We didn't know if, if God was going to take Glenn home. We didn't know the outcome, but we knew that we could trust God mm. with whatever that outcome was. And uh, I'm very happy to say that just last week he had another scan and uh, there's no detectable cancer in his body after stage four, of which they gave us no hope. They were just talking about um, quality of life 
and that that kind of conversation with the doctors. Mm -hmm. So they now the the words exact words the doctor said to my husband was never in a million years would we have imagined that you would be where you are today and he literally said the rules just don't apply to you and uh you know that's the power of a supernatural god he's not bound by the natural laws of man and so whatever we face in this life uh, they may seem hopeless but the god factor we can't we can't deny the God factor and the power of God to do great things. And Jan, I'd like to just share the verse that the verses that God just has really laid on my heart. They're very familiar, but when we go through things, it it's not always even just about us. It may yeah. be about someone else that we're going to encounter in life. And if we can walk through trials in a way that brings honor and glory to God, other people take note of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've often heard this saying that people will, uh, they'll celebrate your victories, but they identify with your failures and your struggles. And your, when, when we, during hardship, when we can turn to God and walk this out in a way that um, honors God, our, our testimony just, it looks a little differently. So I'd encourage you, whatever you face or will face, um, to just know that, that God has you and he's going to use it all for, for his glory. Um, but if I may just end with this, it's... can I ask you a question yes. first? Yes. So what did, did your son make it and what does he do? I know the answer, but I want these Absolutely. people to know Absolutely. what's he doing today. He, uh, you know, after eight major surgeries, lots of metal in his body, uh, he, he, he walks with a slight limp. And I think, you know, Jacob walked with a limp. He got <laughs> yes. a name change in that. Uh, you, he wears a small brace and most people know nothing that, you know, he, he has lots of scars on his body, but those aren't visible. And uh, to God be the glory, he- uh, He's you know, working. He, he's working and doing well. Uh, had to learn to walk again, had to do a lot of things all over again. Uh, but he has done it with, the the help of a mighty God. Amen. Thank you for asking. Yeah. So, yeah. but the verses that I'll close with, very familiar, 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also through Christ, our comfort overflows. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about the hardships we suffered. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired even of life. Indeed, in our hearts, we felt the sentence of death, but this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Mm. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril and he will deliver us. On him, we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. And you help us by your prayers. Then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many. I love the role that 
God plays and comforting us when we need it, yes. but also the body of Christ and how that through the body of Christ, we can see God do incredible and miraculous things for other people to see what God's done and receive the glory. I trust this interview encouraged you today, my friend. Whatever you are facing, know that God loves you and He cares. God bless. Thank you.